Welcome, welcome, and hello. Welcome to Elite Week, episode number 14. Today, Friday, June the 5th. In this uh, episode of Elite Week, we have with us today uh, myself, Kai Zen. We've got Roy Cookson. Say hello, Roy. Hey, everybody. Good evening. We've got Tweaked74. Say hello, Tweaked. Good evening, everybody. Hope everybody's doing well out there tonight. And you know what? Because I was going to, I like to keep it to like three guys just because it feels good. But for this, this is going to be a big blowout episode. Unmute. Start start talking, Fee. Come, Fee's here with us as well. Say hello, Fee. He's on a delay because he's hearing it from the stream, but he's about to hear it and then he'll come join us and he won't have a delay from here on out. And just now that I say that, it starts raining in the background and I hear it. Up against, can you guys hear it coming through on the stream? The rain on the window? No, I do nope. not. Good. Say hi, Fee. <clears throat> so, going on, everybody. <laughs> All right. Hey, Fee. All right, we're hearing everybody. Good, beautiful. <clears throat> uh, I was hiding behind the scenes, but you called me out, so here I am. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, man. So, let's take a moment to admire the thumbnail for this video um holy cow that picture Whew. that's what we're going to be talking about in just a few minutes <clears throat> but let's get started let's actually start uh with fleet carriers so fleet carriers are dropping <clears throat> in a week we're uh we're, 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 well, next week, we're, we're literally, you know, couple it's a couple, couple days, days from now. Yeah, yeah. We're at the end of this week, and <clears throat> next week we'll have Fleet Cares, which is pretty amazeballs. Um, let's talk about them. So, <clears throat> first off, we're getting with those Fleet Carriers some unannounced general game bug fixes. Um, we know that, that, you know, it's going to be bug fixes and other changes and stuff to fleet carriers themselves from the beta process, <clears throat> which we're looking forward to. And we'll be getting the patch notes probably on Tuesday. And then, you know, we'll, we'll have more information. But <clears throat> what are we looking for? You know, this was completely separate from the, the fleet carrier stuff we're getting a bug fix on the general game the last couple swings at bat they've literally tried every time to do something with the axi bugs the ax bugs rather they've tried to deal with the the invincible heart um the the issues where people were having trouble with like heat issues where like the the sort of sinking was causing some kind of crazy heat issues uh i know in talking with the Vasa, <clears throat> during the betas, they were tweaking or doing something with some of the spawns from different signal sources where we were getting like a very specific, uh, you know, sort of a very specific uh, thing would be spawning instead of sort of like a, from a random table. And I, who knows what all they were working with, on with that. But <clears throat> what do you guys... What are you guys most looking forward to? I mean, obviously, we're all looking forward to being able to queue up for CQC in-game. That's awesome. But what are some stuff that you guys are looking for? Like, hmm, I wonder if they worked on this or worked on that separate from fleet carriers, non-fleet carrier stuff. 
Everybody just oh, hop in. A, yeah, there's a big one I'm waiting for. That I saw listed not this last time in the announcements, but mm -hmm. the time before, so I'm hoping they stuck to it. What's crystal that? Crystal shards. Oh, that sometimes when you shoot it, it, it would just like bug out and it wouldn't spawn one? Are you talking about that? No, it's, nope. It's that you'd have to shoot it and you'd have to play like pop fly catch with it because if you didn't catch it, it would fall through the planet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Supposedly they are fixing that so all of them just land on the planet. You drive over and scoop it up, which in my opinion will make it a much quicker process. Okay. Roy, V. Well, you know, my pet peeve was about the power play uh, mm. UI interface. And, and as similar as that was to the the often spoke about um, UI drudgery of uh, running the sliders for mm -hmm. you know, 5% to 1,000% or right, uh, right. money sliders and stuff. I'm kind of hoping those are all sort of in the same sort of genre of code fix and maybe one will inspire the other. <laughs> well... I brought that one specifically up to Bruce, but who knows? <laughs> All right, yeah, that B? would be great instead of the ten. Click, click, oh, click, yeah. ten more. Yeah, click, yeah. click, click, click. Mm. Yeah. My two cents on this whole thing with the flu carriers and and really overall with the game that I'm looking forward to is is honestly um, just kind of a generic reset. You know, I, a lot of what is going on with the game right now is we have all min maxed the game, right? Everybody has figured everything out. So, so when the fleet carriers launch, launch, we're going to see a, a kind of reset happen across the board. Where, as an example, brand is just going to be bye bye, right? Or we're all going to have to come up with some other avenue to discover. And yes, it's going to happen relatively quickly because everybody's going to be hunting for it. But you know what, what I'm looking for is kind of that that generic refresh that happens across the board when they when they push that update, and and we now have to get used to the the new world. Mm. Or the new universe. <clears throat> I think the other one you mentioned it a few weeks ago, Kai, was uh, you know the other shoe to drop here presumably is some some reason to use fleet carriers for something, mm -hmm. uh, whether it's a new narrative in the Thargoid story or or something. And so I'm I'm really interested to see where that goes. Mm. Yeah, I, I know we talked about it a couple of weeks ago, Kai, and I, I don't want to steal all the thunder <clears> here, but but the thing that occurred to me in, in thinking about this over the past couple of weeks that, that I don't think I've heard anybody talk about is is what if, now that we all were, are, are going to have our own capital ship, so to speak, if if, if the bugs start to attack us? It could be it, it could be any any sort of change. So you got to figure a couple of things. Number one, <clears throat> that that. The, the Thargoid storyline has stutter-stepped hardcore, presumably tied to fleet carriers. Presumably there was some reason why they wanted <clears throat> sort of the product itself, the, the platform itself, the mechanism of fleet carriers, and the story to coincide uh, that, that, that hints at some form of escalation. In, in addition to that, obviously, as, as we're, we're, we'll get to later today, you know, Odyssey is just around the corner, and when it comes, they're going to need sort of some, presumably some ramp up of storyline to get us to sort of some of the changes that are coming. And so, yeah, I mean, <clears throat> the, the burn the bubble or us burning the cold there in coal seventy, one way or another, you know. There, there, there's going to be some sort of change, some ramp up, predictably, of storyline to, to to get us to there. I mean, I'm looking <clears throat> in the chat with us live on the live stream. We've got um, Tangent Revolution, Spatchlow Seven, Great White Buffalo, 
And, you know, <clears throat> I'm seeing Tangent specifically looking for... He wants some more module storage. He wants some more, uh, you know, he wants the ability to have some more, uh, I guess, presumably engineered modules because you can sell them back and forth. But he wants more module storage for, for his stuff. And uh, I, I would like to see... <clears throat> see I would like to see basically something on the story front to lead in. Now, when we get to uh, Odyssey, there's there's a lot more to come. But to get us between now and Odyssey, <clears throat> I would like to see the story come back on in some way. And I don't, however we get there, just 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 something. Um, <clears throat> I, I, I'm holding out a little bit of hope for a couple of things. Uh, not fleet carrier tied. Uh, I really would like it <clears throat> if if they fix the issue with the AX stuff. That would be great. That's the that's the best outcome. <clears throat> Even if they fail, I would like for them to take another swing at it this round. I would I would prefer that to not having them take a swing at it because if they take a swing at it then we can continue to say look the last like three patches they've tried at it that shows that it's a a very high priority it shows that they haven't forgotten about it it shows that they're they're on it so i would i would very much like for our ax brothers and sisters whether they're in the hand or <clears throat> or or axi or the hive or uh, Hackscom, wherever they're, whatever group that they <clears throat> are in, I, w I would like for them to be able to at least hang their hat on the fact that they know that Frontier has not forgotten about them. So <clears throat> I would very much I, like that. Kai, do you think we should read anything into the fact that they're launching three uh, carriers on the ninth? I mean, there was a lot of speculation that'd be later than that. And they, <clears throat> you go hit the, the early end of the the range. Yeah, I, I, I'm not going to read too much into that, other than to say, you know, they're 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 killing it. They're doing a good job of, of, you know, getting. They've done an excellent job with fleet carriers all around through this beta process. The beta process started incredibly rough, so that part I'm not I'm not co-signing on that. But from week one of the beta like five days in when they announced what their their first round of changes would be from then till now <clears throat> and they've been killing it they've been killing it so hats off to all of the people that have been working so hard on that for me uh i'm kind of holding out a little bit of hope that there's going to be a surprise <clears throat> like hey man we gave you bookmark folders uh or or or, or something but uh <clears throat> It's yeah. it's it's I, I see in the in the in the in the comments that Galaga Champ is saying you know hopefully we at least get a Galnet article about carriers I I, I would hope so and 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 more so going forward I would hope that we get some more lore stuff and and stuff to ramp us into things <clears throat> now and and that was the one question I had Kai the the one question I have and maybe this has been answered in the forums and I missed it but is Odyssey New Era. It is. It absolutely is. Uh, n n new era. Well, so we, we want to be clear on the terminology. A year ago, Frontier was calling it New Era. For the last three to four months solid, they've been calling it Next Era. They transitioned, for whatever reason, their nomenclature from New Era to Next Era. And then <clears throat> as of 
as of uh, Wednesday? Was it? Yeah, as of Wednesday morning, when when sort of this whole little hilarity started, it's Odyssey. So now it is what I call I call it EDO. ED colon O. So it's Elite Dangerous Odyssey is the name of the expansion. Just like Horizons was a, an expansion. Okay. So 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 the whole reason I'm asking that, maybe people are seeing this coming, but the whole reason I'm asking that is is because with with the video that we were we were uh, presented this week, we, we saw a, a snapshot of what is to come. And obviously there are significant gaps in what have we we've been talking about with new next era. Um, on, on what could possibly happen there and, and what we saw. So, so the, the, the biggest glaring piece of that, and the reason why I asked the question about the difference between Odyssey versus New Next Era, is the, the piece that, that has us still out in space flying our ships, right? The, the things that we've been asking for, the things we've been looking for that are going to happen out in space. And, and that's why I asked that question. Well, I mean... <laughs> What they showed us was a teaser trailer. It was just a few totally seconds of that. concept. Totally so yep. Yep. there's a lot to see before, to get us from A to B. And we're just going to have to see how it works out. But presumably, hopefully, not only will there be more in the sense of a, like a full trailer and more explanation and yada yada as well. I believe we need to get some ramp up of story to get us from A to B. And and Fee, say hi to your kid in the chat. He's waving at you. Yeah, I know. <coughs> that's nice. That's nice. <laughs> yeah. That's nice. That's that's my boy. <clears throat> All right. So let's let's let me ask you this. With regard to fleet carriers, okay? because um, I asked you what what do you expect coming yada 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 that's not tied to fleet carriers. Now let me ask you, because I personally hope hope that there's one more round of changes to the fleet carriers, a substantive change. I would love to see <clears throat> them say, we've made it to where your fuel crew will now move the fuel without you having to be there and look over their shoulders. Mm. I would love for them to say, we've that to me, that the, the, the fuel crew being able to, to move the fuel without you being there, that's necessary. The second part, we would allow you to schedule multi-jumps. I would like that, but honestly, I don't need that one as much. I can understand there has been some people, very smart people, who have said they don't want us to be able to sort of schedule 10, 12, 15 jumps and have the crew just execute it. They want it to require more executive oversight from the player. Okay, I get it. I, I would prefer to have my crew that I spend millions of credits a week on be able to follow simple instructions, but all right, I get it. <clears throat> but you gotta be, you gotta give us the, the ability to move that fuel. And just, I'm holding out hope because I have a little bet with Dunkel Aura and uh, Down to Earth Astronomy, you know, uh, that, that, that uh, I hope they move it to 3x on the fuel efficiency from 2x. So I'm still holding out hope. That on the on the day of with the patch notes, <clears throat> and at this point it's a long shot. I was confident when I made the bet. Now it's looking like pretty much I would say nine to one. I'm gonna end up having to buy Dunkelora a, a, a uh, down to earth astronomy mug. But hey, I'll pay up. I don't wash on my bets. But uh, what what um, 
you guys go around the horn. What, what if you could get, you know, something changed to fleet carriers specifically for the drop? Some little surprise that it's like, oh yeah, we've given you this. What would you want? <clears throat> uh, we'll start with Roy. Yeah, I mean, uh, so I'm just thinking back to the experience I had in beta. I took a fleet carrier out to uh, a system, one of the systems I discovered on the on the distant screws expedition. It's about 20, 22,000 light years. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was a fair, fair distance between Colonia and Sagittarius A-star. And um, the thing that really surprised me was uh, I had kind of written off how easy it would be just to buy fuel. Fuel is actually kind of expensive. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, if you're trying to load up the entire um, ship with the fuel, and certainly going on an expedition that long, being able to transfer the fuel, most of the trip was simply, I had I had bought a, um, a Type 9 and stripped it completely, uh, <laughs> just put cargo racks in it, and simply used it as the in-carrier fuel transfer vehicle. So it never left the carrier. It was simply to take fuel out of the hold and put it into the the tritium storage. So that's that's a huge, you know, you've already mentioned it. I won't be dead horse, but um, the other thing uh, was I a few in f- a few times tried out mining, and I know they've they've addressed um, supposedly the thing about uh, the subsurface, you know, being locked at thirty percent for and that maybe not always um, dumping out more than one nugget. Mm. I, to me, one of my main goals in in using a fleet carrier when I first heard about them was exploration. Mm-hmm. Um, going out somewhere and exploring around the bubble. Mm-hmm. My my experience with taking that one out in the beta was um, really it was all about tritium logistics and not, you know, uh, loading it up, even loading it up by buying it from the station took hours uh, of game time just to fly a type, type 9 back and forth and back and forth, <coughs> even when I was only, you know, 17 light seconds away from a station buying mm-hmm. tritium. Um, and then got it all full flew it all the way out there and and based on the mining i had done on the way out there i didn't even bother trying to fly it back <laughs> during the beta uh it just would have been an exercise in tritium mining extremely extremely slowly so i i'm i'm still trying to figure out how to keep the fun in the exploration using a, a fleet carrier given just how how the tritium logistics just dominated everything I was doing. Um, you know, it's there's lots of uh, you think of the sandbox aspect of taking all your toys with you and having freedom to design slightly different ships to do things once you're out uh, out exploring. I, I don't know how much time I'd actually be doing that that wasn't simply running around with a, a min-maxed python doing tritium mining. So I would. I don't think we're going to see anything huge there. You know, fuel scooping or whatever, but. Um, any tweaks that that just a little more really efficiency? Get in, we, just get into the weeds of like let's let well, let's think through what would it look like to fly this thing twenty thousand light years and how mm. much of your time is spent tritium mining? I, I don't want to spend ninety five percent of my time tritium mining. Um, Fair that that kind of you know so anything in that realm. I don't know. I don't have the answer for it, but it just felt like it was. Uh, I, and I didn't figure that out just by looking at the math and reading the forums and stuff. I had to kind of experience it, trying to actually go out there over. A period of days and just to kind of see it like that okay okay and what about tweaked what what do you want changed to fleet carriers when they launch i really don't know what i want changed to be honest because unlike roy i did not participate in the beta i did not get on a fleet carrier yet so i'm curious to do that mm. uh, the fuel 
definitely sounds like it could be a problem, but other than that, I really don't have much to add to that one until I actually do get my hands on them. Okay. See? Yeah, I'm actually with tweaked on this. I, 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 uh, my, my chariot remains in place uh, in regards to the to the fleet carrier. Mm. Um, but, but actually, Kai, I'm, I'm going with you, man. I, 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 uh, I, from an automation perspective, I, I would love the ability if 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 I'm spending the, the amount of money and resources that that even uh, Roy spoke to, mm. uh, I, I want the ability to, to for my for my carrier to have some level of automation or, or autonomy, uh, where I don't necessarily have to be there micromanaging it all, all the way um, so so if I can if I can feed it X amount of credits or X amount of tritium or, or whatever it takes to have my capable crew that that should be more than competent uh, to do what I needed to do I, I should be able to to have them do that regardless of me being logged into the game and, and maybe maybe Kai I, I don't know that comes from from your um, experience with with uh, Eve but but just thinking through even my own personal experience with playing the X series space games, hmm. uh, that that's that's something that that really was was something that was nice was was autonomy. Okay, right on. So let's look at one last thing, and we're gonna we're not we we're sort of touching on Odyssey, but we're we're gonna focus on Odyssey in just a few minutes. But but I want to sort of, I guess, correct something, an assumption that I had made, an idea that I had been promoting, which clearly is wrong. <clears throat> I had been saying, hey guys, yes, the entire sales aspect of fleet carriers, whether it's selling modules or selling ships, is dog shit. But don't worry, because we're only seeing half the project. When we see the other half, when we get base building and we get production, well, <clears throat> then it's going to shine because you're going to make stuff for very, very cheap, just the price of materials and labor, and then you're going to sell that stuff. Clearly, I was wrong. Uh, they clarified, Tim clarified on the forums <clears throat> that not only is there no base building in Odyssey, but base building is not on the roadmap at this time. So maybe we'll get base building down the road at some point, but it's not even a thing that they're sort of planning right now. So having said that, I have to come to grips with the fact that based on the information that base building isn't coming, which means, as far as I know, self-production isn't coming, and I could be wrong, it could production still could be coming in Odyssey and we'll get to that in a little bit because they did talk about that they have outposts and different things and there's going to be abilities for us to do stuff in those outposts and those you know there's going to be all kinds of new loops of whatever so maybe I don't know maybe there's something there that's tied to production that <clears throat> just the the assumption that base building equals uh, uh, or, or production equals base building, maybe something else equals production. <clears throat> but if, if there's no more information coming, and if not only are we not getting base building, which has been explicitly stated, but we're also not getting any ability at production, tell me what you guys think, but as far as I'm concerned, Frontier has to, has to, do something to fix 
the 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 entire sales mechanic for fleet carriers because and and i call it straight and i'm a frontier fanboy but the sales mechanics for fleet carriers is dog shit and if they're not giving us production then they have to give us you, you have to fix that because otherwise just take it out it's a waste uh i i wondered if if they do get to a point and uh it's been brought up in in the in the chat here, tangent brought it up about you know can we can we not can we have really granular control over what we stock in the modules and and uh in, in the carrier and the ships i would assume as well does that is there any case where and obviously it wouldn't work in the bubble but if you have that level of granularity does that then make it somewhat interesting to have no. really specific loadouts if you're nope I don't know. I'm 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 stretching here, trying to find something where because nope. yeah, obviously you need to be able to sell below below market to really incent people. I'm wondering if there's a scarcity or nope. specific availability scenario. Nope. Um, you know, halfway there's no stations in between Colonia and Sagittarius A. Here's and here's, or here's why know. here's why that idea does not work at all. The only way where me selling something at way above market price so that I make a decent profit and you are still willing to pay that crazy above price is we're way out on the ass end of the galaxy. And if we're way out on the ass end of the galaxy, then I can sell three, four, five ships before I completely run out of product and have zero way to replenish. Yeah, agreed. That's what I was thinking. Is there? It, it's a real edge case. Like, Can you be somewhere close enough to Colonia that's really the only thing I can think of where there's already some scarcity and availability of certain things and you put yourself on a path where you know people are traveling anyway like Colonia to Sagittarius A or if there's who knows new narrative and it drives people to some other location and you can become the general store that's in the middle of nowhere and you already have a path of people because if you're in the middle of nowhere no one's going to be there anyway uh, but if you're on a path maybe I don't know I, I don't think I can make those ends meet but that was the closest nope. I could get yep nope uh, if you're going to do that, you have to be the first fleet carrier out there to even have a chance to make that work even. I don't yeah. think we've seen how the commodity market, how any of that stuff is going to affect the game until a week, two, three weeks after they, they actually do launch and everybody's using them, how they're going to use them. You know, after after my experience in the beta, honestly, I think the real thing, the, the only commodity that's going to have a market is tritium. You, you get a fleet carrier out in the middle of nowhere, it needs tritium, and, and you could... If you can work out a way to logistically support that to sell it to people who don't want to sit there and mine for hours and hours and hours themselves, maybe maybe there's something there. But uh, yeah, not modules or ships. Yeah, well, I, I you know I I think the fact of the matter is 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 that we're dealing with the variables that we only know about right now, right? And and so dealing with those variables, dealing with the experience that that you all had during the beta. Um, is 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 what we are dealing with right now, and and the fact of the matter is is when when the fleet carriers launch and everything else occurs on the ninth as we are anticipating, um, there may be additional things that happen, and and we've we've talked about those things. We've we've theorized that that things may occur once fleet carriers launch. You know, we've talked about the AXI stuff over and over again. We've talked about all the uh, all the other elements that may occur. Once we all have fleet carriers in our um, armadas uh, that that we can now have as part of the story, and and so really what I'm getting at there is is that once those variables change, once once we have additional variables in the story, 
now we may find ourselves not just heading out to Saguay and Colonia, where you need to have a fleet carrier, but we, you know, we've talked about this. We, you know, you may need to have one or more fleet carriers um, headed out to Guardian spots. You may need to have one or more <coughs> fleet carriers headed out to the, the coal sector, as you've talked about, uh, Kai. You know, the, the, there's going to be other drivers that are going to occur that perhaps um, um, the Pilots Federation may drive with an increase in Thargoid activity that, that is going to push this story or going to push our activity with the fleet carriers that is really going to also contribute to what we do with those fleet carriers. So I think, you know, we, we have to be patient. I, th I think we have to really wait and see. I, 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 I would like to be an idealist here and see that, that Frontier has plans for this big story, which is the whole reason why they held out on us uh, going back to October and December. Um, and, and let's just see what happens. Okay. I, I I think that's a fair point. I, uh, I think the, the other point though is that there's nothing about sales right now from fleet carriers that people are anxiously waiting for the ninth to go do, so it's going to rely on that new narrative or that new emergent gameplay or, you know, I, I suppose we we could obviously be having a failure of imagination to to come up with what is it that that they have in store for us, and I sure hope I'm I'm looking forward to it. Uh, it's just not obvious right now, of course. I honestly think the fleet carriers are here for when we get Odyssey. Okay. To be totally honest. Interesting. All right. Well, that we're going to table that. That will be what it'll be, and we'll find out part of the answer to that on the ninth when we get the the patch notes and we get to rip through it and see what if anything's changed. We'll get to see some of that in the next couple of months as we see how they how emergent gameplay is dictated by the real life, you know, once they're out and it's not sort of beta. In beta, everything's crazy. People get them and some people just stay parked in the system and tweak and play and tweak and play. Some people get them and immediately run as fast as they can in one direction. People do all kinds of stuff, but it's not real at that point. I mean, I was throwing around, I was giving away billions and billions of credits and doing all kinds of silly stuff just to help friends, whatever, because it was funny money. It, it, get, it gets reset in a couple of days. This is different. Now we'll get to see the actual emergence. And then to the point of a couple of you, you know, yeah, I guess during Odyssey, we'll see maybe more how it fits in with some of that. But We'll, we'll, we'll go ahead and table that, and <clears throat> we'll, we'll look forward to next week bringing us some good stuff with, with the notes. If nothing else, we can get to see some stuff. I want to bring up one quick note. Um, <clears throat> this isn't really sort of a topic for, for discussion other than just to, to real quick address it and and, and, and just, just put it out there. Jalaman um, <clears throat> uh, sent me a message. Kai, a while ago... During the distant screws, I submitted the system to the Galactic Macking Project in Jello's daughter's name. Uh, I just it just changed, uh, and it was accepted as Evelyn's Distant Sanctuary. Uh, if I'm reading one of the other moderators' posts correctly, there are less than 10 known systems like this. I PM'd Jello to let him know. Uh, I think I talked to you about it a while ago when it you know when it first came up. He he had in fact so. Just for those of us who were there for the the distant screws and 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 obviously for Jello and for his family uh, and for his daughter who has passed, this is such a beautiful tribute, and it is a a lasting legacy, a beautiful sort of thing that will 
exist in the Elite Dangerous universe for forever. So, much love to Jello and his family. Much love to Jello Man for that very, very beautiful tribute. And it's awesome that the Galactic, the Galactic, ah, Galactic Mapping Project accepted that and 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 put it forth. So, big salute. Well done. Yes. Yes. <clears throat> okay. So let's move real quick and dispense with the galactic, uh, or sorry, not galactic, the turning the wheel project. <clears throat> we got a lot of information with regard to the first couple of days on Shinrata Desra, which was sort of, we had looked at it as we're going to try a big push. We're going to push it hard. And then we're going to find out some metrics and we'll decide whether we're going to keep with that push or we're going to pivot to LFT at that point. And what we found was this. Um, you can't really just push Shinrata Desra like any other system. Shinrata gets so much traffic that the way it works is there's only so much like mission points or whatever a system can get on a particular day before it goes to diminishing returns. It maxes out and it says, okay, it's full. And because of the massive amount of traffic just from randos that aren't, they're people that play this as like a single player game, they come home and, you know, <clears throat> they don't know us. They don't know Obsidian Ant. They don't know Lave Radio. They don't know Down to Earth Astronomy or Plater or the Burrs. They don't know any of this. They completely, uh, you know, sort of don't pay any attention at all to. Is that possible? Yes, that is very possible. They don't pay any attention at any all to the. Even know the BGS. They're they just taking <laughs> missions for whatever's paying the best. Yes. They don't care who it's from. So. Yeah they don't pay they don't know anything about sort of the meta of of any of this and for those people it's a situation of it's like oh i just come in and i, I i'm at shinrata desert because that's sort of my home port and i come home i run some missions and then i'll go watch netflix or whatever so those people sort of have no clue and they do enough randomly by just picking whatever faction they're going to do stuff for that all of the factions max out. So when we were doing stuff, we weren't really doing all that much because it was like, hey, it's already maxed and we're just pushing the diminishing return. So what we're going to have to do is come back later and we are going to come back later with it, but what we're going to have to do that and when we do, we're going to do targeted missions where we're like attacking the other NPC factions. We're doing stuff against against them so that we can actually progress it. But for now, we're, we've moved on to LFT and since we have and we've focused all of our efforts there, we've basically, for the last two days straight, maxed the tick. We have gotten <clears throat> as much as you can get you know, for for doing that so it's like we're getting like eight percent a day and we're basically like two days away from just like triggering the the triggering the uh election with uh the election. green party who is in control there and once we do we're gonna win that election and then we're going to expand from lft and we're gonna start working our way towards seoul 
and we're gonna you know do phase one once we finish phase one we will start on phase two and then at that point after phase two I think we'll come back and we'll do the targeted sort of run we've got a group that we've started called uh, the what is it the rabid hamster assault force because it's hamsters because hamsters spinning their wheel they so we're turning the wheel yada yada uh, so <clears throat> that group is sort of going to be doing stuff like smuggling to attack you know the owners uh, um, influence or selling at a loss or you know sort of attacking groups or failing missions there's stuff you can do where you take a passenger mission for the other team and then you get one where it's like hey man these guys are real picky and they're finicky and then you just bang your ship back and forth across the side of the station so that you you know you'll fail and there's different things like that there's weird little bgs stuff that are not cheats but they're weird little BGS that's called yes and we're going to be doing that stuff but for now we're we're two days away from an election we're killing it uh, the project is just picking up more and more steam you know it was on Hutton they were talking about it on you know they talked about it on guard frequency last week we talked about it I was on lave it's been everywhere and I'm getting videos and stuff from people we're up to like almost 700 people in the discord we, we might be past 700 now whenever I look away I, I look back and it's like okay it's just continuing to grow um, so I mean it's 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 all good stuff um, I'm super super psyched anyone who joins the discord you can <clears throat> definitely find the discord you'll find it in the, the show notes here it's not on its live but I, I'll, I'll put show notes in there uh, after we're done streaming and it'll have all the information for the discord when you join the Discord, at the very bottom of the Discord are, is the room that says turning the wheel. That's all of the channels in that room are associated with this project. So that's where you go. If you have questions, there's an FAQ, there's the mission overview that kind of gives you a whole sort of picture on the whole thing. There is the standing order. Standing orders are this is the step we're on now. This is what we're doing today. If you're a more advanced BGS player and you want to sign up to join the Hamster Squad, you can definitely do that. Message uh, at Cryptography, and then from there, we'll uh, you know we'll look to get you added if you meet the criteria for it. And there's sub extra sub channels. There's a text channel where you can just talk back and forth. There's all kinds of stuff. So definitely definitely come hit us up guys what are like what are some of your experiences doing these I, I like literally right now while I'm streaming I'm doing I'm I'm doing missions for the dark wheel what what uh, what have you guys experiences have you guys had with it this week <clears throat> uh, I'll, I'll go first I mean one thing I've been doing and to try to improve the efficiency you know mm -hmm. not have deadhead runs where you're you're not doing something in both directions I've I've outfitted a ship that can do both passenger missions and cargo missions, and try to get one or the other or both uh, from whichever, you know, pick the good missions from the Dark Wheel in the in the in the in the Meredith City base, and then wherever you're going, try to first try to find passengers going the same place, and then on the return run, try to find missions that go in the other direction that serve the Dark Wheel, and and it's sort of a little efficiency game. Um, 
it, that gets a lot easier, of course, when we have more than one system that we can more than you know bounce back and forth between it. So it's a it's a, sort of an efficiency game right now. It's fun. I'm I'm enjoying it. Right on. Feet tweaked. The same. Right on. A lot, of, a lot of the same. This is what I do full time. A lot of assassination missions, cargo runs, whatever's on the board for the highest influence. <clears throat> is what I've been doing. We've we've really been enjoying a whole lot of effort, and I want to encourage everyone to keep it up. Uh, it's one of those things where it's like, okay, we don't want to we don't want to get complacent just because we're being wildly successful. We want to push it and keep it going, and <clears throat> I think. Uh, I'm very much looking forward to seeing some stuff. Uh, I had an interesting talk with uh, Alan Stroud on Lave Radio on Tuesday, and uh, man, I, I I feel like there were some some little nods there of like, hey man, if you push it enough and there's enough people involved, there's nothing to say that Frontier won't end up seeing what you're doing and say, all right, let's do something with that. Let's put something in there and. He, he was of the of kind of attacking it from the viewpoint of maybe there wasn't something in there but they see how much whatever how much like popularity the the whole movement has and they say you know what let's make a thing there <laughs> which wow man that would be that would be crazy and I, I don't want to assume that I, I very much would like to assume that there is a mystery here that we have a legitimate opportunity to to solve and maybe this idea solves it and maybe it doesn't but i i, I would like to think that there's already there's been a, an easter egg waiting for us for a long time and we're about to to liberate it yeah you know kai <coughs> i i uh i have not contributed to the dark wheel yet However, I know, I know, I know, you know, burn me at the stake, whatever you want to do. Yeah, that's fine. My tail's between my legs, but but full disclosure, I'm, I'm mining, man. I, I want that fleet carrier and I, I want a buffer. So mm -hmm. that's what I've been focused on. But but that being said, you know, my, my past, which you've spoken to in, in past streams, uh, comes from Radio Sidewinder. And Radio Sidewinder is a huge BGS uh, group. And, and within that squad, uh, you know, we, we push ourselves out farther and farther. I, I think when uh, when I was with that group, we were at 25 plus uh, systems, and 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 you've got to know how to work that, and you've got to know where to focus your time. And and, mm -hmm. and I was very much a part of that. And and you know, knowing knowing where to focus influence, knowing where to do specific missions is is huge. So you know, it, it's good to see, and I've been watching. Uh, you know how everybody's contributing, and that and that's really been my takeaway is is watching, like you just mentioned earlier, right? We've got you've got you've got close to seven hundred people in the Discord at this point. You, you've gathered this community that are coming in to contribute to this effort, and and just watching all these people come together and work the BGS in such a way, you know, you, you are you are really driving an effort that that um, is going to do exactly what you just said. It's going to hypothetically and potentially and hopefully push. Uh, frontier to say, you know what, these guys have got something. Let's let's work with them on this. See, and I think that's good. Yeah, I want you to look at the. I want you to look at the stream right now. All right, I'm looking. Oh, the delay. Oh well. Yeah, you'll see it in a minute. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Um, well, you get my point. Yeah. No, 100. I I 100 get your point. It's all good. Um, is it? 
Yeah, the stream's going. Okay, good. Um, I literally pulled up the gift for shame, shame, and then I was like, I've been flying towards the station for a while. I better tab over. And I tabbed over just in time to see I was about to fly right into the ground. And I was like, ah, pull up. It was funny. All right. So, anyway, so. Kamikaze. Yes. I, I, I Allah Wakbar the side of that base because uh, I was busy memeing. All right. But let's now get to the meat of the evening. We, we've we've gone over a bunch of the different stuff, and man, I tell you that the the the, uh, the dark wheel stuff is going great, and we're going to continue with it. And now we get to Odyssey. So, just to give you guys kind of a breakdown of how this 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 went down, it was Wednesday morning. <clears throat> I. Uh, I got up, I was getting, you know, getting ready for work, getting stuff done, and all of a sudden, my Discord blows up, and I'm looking, and I'm seeing, it was nuts. So basically what happened was, Frontier posted it, posted the video, or, or listed the video, it was public, I don't think it was supposed to be public. They immediately pulled the link down, but by the time they pulled down the link, people had shared it. They had already pulled the video and had it set, you know, separate. Uh, and then <clears throat> Frontier basically like didn't say anything for about two hours. They they obviously were having some sort of I think panic meetings. Were like, what the hell do we do? And then <clears throat> they relisted it, <laughs> and then very shortly after, they posted a. Uh, a um, you know that the full the full actual sort of uh, public announcement that's what I, the word I was looking for and then it was an hour or so after that was <clears throat> it was up on Steam now obviously <clears throat> this was not something that was like whoops this wasn't supposed to come out for six months or whatever like it was supposed to come out soon but I don't think it was supposed to come out that day. Or if it was, it wasn't supposed to come out for several hours later. Um, <clears throat> and the reason why I say, part of the reason why I say it wasn't supposed to come out that day is just from a building hype standpoint, it's like we're a week away from dropping this thing that people have been waiting on for a while. They, It would have been sort of smarter for them from a PR standpoint to... Maybe I, I don't know. They, they, you could argue different things, but it seems to me like y- you wait two or three weeks after fleet carriers launch, and then you hit another wave of of sort of PR. Um, but anyways, however, I okay, I all right, explain why, 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 why would and, and any of us who who have or have had a significant other, um, you know, that first date, why? Why does she? Why does she or he get get dressed up in the prettiest possible outfit? You know, it's it's the it's the teaser, right? I mean, that's that's what this video was, and and they're trying to build energy. They're trying to build <clears throat> anticipation. They're trying to build excitement, and that's what they did, right? It's the carrot and the stick. Okay, so if that's the case, if this was all well thought out, why did they link it, pull it back? Two hours later, announce it, and then an hour after that, do the steam. Hmm. I, I think somebody hit the wrong button and released it a little sooner than it was 
supposed to. I think they were trying to get everything lined up and ready to go, and somewhere somebody did something wrong, and it got out a little early, and as they yeah. say, the cat was out of the bag, so they ran with it. Yeah, I, yeah that's I, what I'm saying. I'll, I'll go with that too, but, but at the same time, even going back to what you said earlier, Kai, you know, the, there are people that like you and I, I mean, everybody that's on the stream right now, everybody that's listening to the stream, everybody that, that watches, uh, you know, Don Earth, Astronomy, and Burr, and everybody else, um, you know, we, we are the dedicated fans. We are the dedicated people that play this game. We love this game. We live and breathe. And, and, and you know, this game is, is our life, right? We are we are effectively no life in this game. But then there are the randos that, that don't really do that. And, and uh, you know, those people may not necessarily have had that necessary reaction to it. And at the same time, if, if that bait was throw, thrown into the water, that's going to make them into the people that you and I and, and everybody else is. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, like it was very much a, a marketing thing um, to, to, to increase that community of, of people that love this game. I, I think there's some insight there that it's really different audiences. Like, if I can maybe say back what I think I heard you say, like the people that have been following fleet carriers, at first it seemed like, why would they pile this on top of... Uh, of fleet carriers, it's like I can only get so excited. I mean, there's a worse way to say that, but uh, the, the thing is, why would you pile that on top of an audience that's already, you know, wound up about fleet carriers? And and I think what you're getting at is it's different audiences. Like this thing coming out on Steam for um, Odyssey is kind of like when fleet carriers first got no, not first got announced, <clears throat> but got announced fairly recently, and it pushed a wave of people into the game. It, it would make a lot of sense if. If the way the the Odyssey teaser came out, if that's being followed up, you know, every now you've got you know people frothing at the mouth to to jump into the game and and uh, and maybe get ready for it. Hmm. Yeah, this it, is FDEV's this is FDEV's chance right here with even just just this teaser alone to steal some customers away from No Man's Sky, Star Citizen, and other games like. Mm -hmm. Nate, you know, mm -hmm. tweaked. I was, I was gonna go there, and and I was hesitant to do that, but but you're spot on as well. You know, I, I, I think that that was definitely one, um, one piece of of that video that that we could take away from the Odyssey video is is okay. Now we have first person. Now we have elements of of what Star Citizen struggles to do, and and what uh, No Man's Sky tries to do as well, um, and and that on top has already become uh, is definitely going to make it even more of a successful platform um, but but I but I think also you know like I was mentioning and and, and what Roy touched on as well is is you know the the teaser on top of what we already have um, the the capability that we already have and, and trying to pull also if you think about it trying to pull an, another group of players into the game you know the the you know, when I was reading the verbiage for, for what the Odyssey description was, my first takeaway was tactical FPS. Okay, so we've got the Rainbow Six folks. We've got maybe, and, and Kai, you've touched on this, the and, and I'm feeling so very dirty for this, uh, the Fortnite folks. Uh, you know, the, those guys were, were maybe going to pull them into this game through the FPS channel. Uh, you know, may, maybe maybe that's what we're doing is we're fishing for a for a bigger user community. So you know, again, we we, we as an established space sim, uh, you know, uh, spaceships player group um, have our place in the game. And and beyond 
increasing our excitement on top of the fleet carrier excitement, maybe what this marketing um, piece was doing was also pulling in a, a piece or a segment of, of the gaming community that, that we do not fill. You know, Kai, you yourself, we've talked about this over and over again, right? We, we, we don't like running around and, and shooting people in the face because that's not our thing. We'd rather fly spaceships. Um, I, I think this may have been also a ploy to get into a different channel uh, within the gaming community. I, I can see all of that. I can see all of that, but none of that has anything to do with the way that they released the announcement of it. That's what I was... That was the whole point of what I was just talking about. I think you have to separate, you know, was this a two-hour mistake versus was it always supposed to come out today? Or Wednesday, rather. You know, uh, the, are they days early or hours early? Yeah. It could be... I think at the very least, I don't think it was hours early. I think at the very least it was days early. It could be that it was a week or two early. The reason why I think days early is because this weekend, right, like literally in just a few hours starting Europe time, there was supposed to be some big, what, video gamer? There was a thing that was going to be a physical event, but and Frontier was going to be at it, but because of COVID, it was canceled and turned into a virtual thing. And I think maybe 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 it was supposed to be that i I don't know but you know Mm. what here's the in in the end all of that is just speculation um so okay whatever but the fact of the matter is is let's let's get to the meat and potatoes of it the thing that dropped was awesome i was i was like you know super super stoked by that um obviously what what that showed us was starting off it they're approaching a planet with an atmosphere you can very clearly see the atmosphere um it's you know it's it's right there on the planet as they're approaching it and then you see the the a man and a woman walking with weapons on a planet <coughs> a uh anaconda flies by so that, that gives you some good scale they're walking away from a cobra that they parked they get to a, uh, you know, what do you call it? Uh, they get to like this this sort of spot where they're jumping around with their jetpacks. They're looking down at a uh, at a um, sort of landing pad outpost that the Anaconda is landing at. You can see number one, blue skies, very clearly atmospheric. You see dust effects, particles, you know, dust blowing around. Again, atmosphere. What, the, that planet that you're looking at, that is a low atmosphere, rocky, barren world. So what you're looking at there is a Mars-like world. You know how you have Earth-like worlds? That's a Mars-like world. No visible water, no clouds in the sky because no visible water, but blue sky, dust particles every which where. Uh, you're seeing <laughs> multiple different weapon types. The guy's got a, a scope rifle. Uh, he's got a pouch. He's got ammo pouches on his belt. Uh, the man and the woman have two different types of helmets. They've got a rocket pack. You're looking at the woman's got a satchel on her one hip. They both have sidearms, different kinds, on, on, on their, their one hip and then the, the other hip. The woman's got a satchel and the guy's got a hard pack, maybe some kind of a first aid kit or something. Uh, it, 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 it's good stuff. Then they look down. Uh, the terrain, as they first approach the planet, the terrain is very clearly a massive graphical upgrade from the current in-game system. Uh, 
And it said, right at the beginning, it said pre-alpha in-engine footage. So it's not, you have to take some of that with a grain of salt because it's rendered using the engine, which is a huge, huge sign, but it doesn't say in-game footage. So it's, it's one of those where it's like, okay, we got to wait and see. But I submit to you that that planet, just from the, the initial shot, that the, the later part where they're walking around, okay, that can be, you know, some machinima type stuff, whatever, using the engine. But the original shot of the, the ship approaching the planet, that's pretty much what the stock you know kind of that 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 looks like what our coming on a planet and and coming down to land would look like if you had a fixed camera that was sort of watching it that 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 graphic is fairly analogous analogous i would i would presume or or, or i would put forth but man the the details of that planet were amazing what what did you guys think of the of the actual you know, teaser trailer itself. Uh, Loved it. I, I couldn't have been more excited. As a diehard fan of this game, and I will <laughs> preface this by saying I don't love first-person shooters typically, mm-hmm. I cannot wait to dig into this. I really can't. I, I think I can see a lot of ways they can go with this that's going to make this game a much, much deeper game than it already is. I, You know, another thing, I, I think I could tell you now, there's going to be a lot of people buying Xbox controllers for their for their computer soon because they've always been like, no, man, I love my HOTAS and this is the way to go. But a HOTAS for an FPS, bro, that is no es bueno. But I can see people excitedly buying a HOTAS and plugging in and saying, I'm going to just use this for the FPS bits and for everything else. I've got my HOTAS. I've got my mouse and keyboard. I've got whatever. Hit me up, V. What do you think? Roy? Somebody. Yeah, I'll, I'll weigh in here. You know, my my uh, I was actually up. I think Kai before you were when the when the video dropped, and and frankly, your silence uh, was an indication to me that maybe you knew something and you were just being quiet and letting things play out. But, but that was just my uh, my head doing its own things with with imagination. Hmm. Uh, my interpretation of, of of the game and what I saw. Uh, with Odyssey and and you know those two folks coming over the ridge and and, and watching the what I believe were cobras uh, fly over their head a- they uh, were. after the, the <clears throat> after the uh, the anaconda which in my mind looked a little small uh, for an anaconda uh, and compared with the scale uh, you know the the entire video was was uh, I, I very much enjoyed it uh, you know I, I it really for me it, it brought up a lot of questions uh, but but you know in in my mind my personal opinion this is only the start this is only the foundation of of what will come you know the teaser piece of this entire thing means that that there's more to come so again as i mentioned before patience right let's let's see what frontier gives us Mm -hmm. this is very much a teaser uh i i I consider myself teased Uh, i'm excited as well awesome roy yeah so uh I would say my jaw dropped when I saw it. And the other thing that I, I felt like genuine delight. I wasn't expecting to see that 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 day. No one had <laughs> predicted it. It was right. a genuine nice surprise. You know, it's I don't know. It, it's um, maybe it goes without saying, but I think we get a bit jaded about how much we often, ex- you know, we, we sort of seen it before we see it, you know, and mm-hmm. this was something that actually surprised me and in a, in a delightful way. Uh, I just sat there just taking it all in as I was watching it. And um, 
when I went back, I, I watched it a bunch of times now and trying to, you know, pick apart like, well, what, what, what can we get out of this? Like, what, what, what kind of things that maybe look obvious, but does it actually mean there's some new feature? I, I saw, I mean, it sounds obvious. <clears throat> the guy was crouching. Okay, we can crouch, right? The guy, there's some implied stealth, maybe implied cover me mechanics. Uh, the I was, I think, like you were mentioning, you know, trying to pick apart, like, okay, what's different on his armor versus her armor, and there's mm -hmm. there's lots of differences. Like, mm -hmm. I guess those are all different inventory slots and things. And um, does the fact I don't know, maybe this is a stretch, but does the fact they're together and then there's ships flying over can't really tell if they're part of their crew or not, but is it wing plus multi crew? You know, by definition, working if that scenario is working. Um, so yeah, I I, w I really was delighted by it. Um, may maybe mostly because I wasn't expecting it, and so it was just a genuine delight to, to be surprised that way. Right on, right on. Yeah, I I, I definitely think that in my so to answer Fee's question of like, did I have some insider information and I was staying quiet? I was busy with work, man. <laughs> I, I, that's, that was my situation. I didn't really get a chance to dig into it until well after because I was busy with work. But, uh, yeah, um, <clears throat> to your point, Fee, yeah, there's some mechanics there. I also felt, I did, it's like the Anaconda was huge, but it seemed like, should it be a little bigger? And then it's a question of like, was that a question of the scope of the size of it or was that really more put towards like the fact that there's two things about the anaconda that that sort of are easy to forget if you don't see it up close and the first is it's big but the second is it's fast so it could have just been that to us where it looked like it was just kind of you know creeping along there it was still moving at a good clip in which case you know maybe that sort of handles that i do think with regard to elite feet space legs whatever we're going to land on eventually i think that um <clears throat> I, I i feel like the biggest excitement to me and, and I, this might sound dumb to people but one of the biggest points that I find interesting about Elite Feet is <clears throat> that this will be the first time that we really get an accurate representation of scale and perspective of these ships. You can look at a ship like a Sidewinder and it's like, oh, look at that little bitty ship. That ship is like the size of a house, man. That is not a small thing. That's a building size thing that we're flying around in. And then when you look at something like an anaconda or a cutter or a beluga or a vet, man, these things are mahoosive. And we sort of lose sight of that. But let me tell you something. You are going to know that sort of when you get out of an anaconda and walk around it for the first time, you're going to really, really feel it. And, and more so... The first time that you're driving up in an SRV, like at a distance, and you see an anaconda parked there, and then you see two little dots next to it, and then you realize, oh, that's people. That's that thing that looks like an ant, that's a person next to that anaconda. Like that's gonna really change the weight of the universe to us, of 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 the different ships that we have. But that's just me, I guess. The other thing I'm super excited for is all of the 
<clears throat> the stuff from the announcement where they're talking about like the engineering stuff or whatever it, it would be social hubs amazing yes and i and i a hundred percent agree with tangent uh in in comms where he's talking about like man imagine those detailed terrain that that we saw from that footage imagine that but like flying an eagle or you know through canyons or whatever of that oh my god yes i i want to go to there all right so that was we've covered now the actual trailer itself and we've covered the weird quirky way that it sort of dropped didn't drop drop came back announcement other stuff like okay let's get into let's get into some of the like the details of what has officially been stated because let me tell you something actually let's do a round on this because i want to get you guys i want to that whole day all of wednesday was to me oh my god it was just a day of pure joy everyone in the community with one exception yamix was yamix but everyone else in the community everyone that i saw was like oh my god like everyone was so excited and so sort of pumped and how how did you guys feel that whole day because i was like i felt like a kid at christmas man uh i felt like a kid on christmas if christmas came at a random time of the year yeah like it was like a a surprise christmas yes it was surprise christmas guys uh fee tweaked yeah, no, I mean, the community was just buzzing like crazy that whole day. And really, the the Thursday, the, <clears throat> that was Wednesday. It was buzzing all day yesterday, yeah. yesterday on this. For the most part, it's yep. ridiculously high. And I agree with all of those people. I think it should be. And Fee? I, it, what was going through my mind is, and it kind of, I've alluded to this before, but I'd be shocked if there was this big release and then and then we didn't hear anything for six months. Like, I, I truly believe this is the beginning of a continuous communication around this thing, and and uh, that's going to be awesome. You know, having that kind of, even though it's not real content, it's it's perspective content, and it gets people talking about things, and you can imagine things, and even even start to prepare the way you set up what you're doing in-game to be ready for it. And mm-hmm. it just sort of, it's a real shot in the arm in a good way. Right on, right on. Yeah, I, I mean, my perspective here is is what we've all talked about already. You know, I'm I'm, I'm assuming that uh, you know I've 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 got two parents. Uh, one celebrates the the Jewish uh, holidays in in December, and and the other celebrates the Christian holidays in December. And basically, I'm I'm now taking advantage of, of both uh, with Hanukkah and Christmas, and and so with fleet carriers, and and now, uh, you know, uh, what we're going to see with Odyssey coming up uh, soon. You know that that that's how the past week has been for me. Is is holy crap. You know, not only do we have uh, what's coming next Tuesday with the fleet carriers, but but Odyssey is coming soon, and and so you know the the hype that is real, uh, the excitement is real, and and uh, you know again this this is this is really going to get people excited about the game again, and you know the, the, this is a game that that's what five years old. Yeah. Um, you know it's it's just amazing. <clears throat> So let's look at here. I have up on screen the actual image here, and we're looking at of the, you know, it. it here's the planet. Here is 
very, very, very clear. This actually was part of the, the one of the pictures that went along with the, the game contest, and we'll get into that, that you can win a computer contest that's going on, but you can very clearly see that right there is atmosphere. There's nothing else that that can be other than atmosphere. Like, that's, mm-hmm. that, that is, there's no arguing the point. That's literally, and p- some people say, well, it looks kind of thin. Dude, do you realize the earth, <clears throat> the, the atmosphere is only, it, it, it's only, it, it's like 160th. This right here is a decent, this is a, this isn't even a weak atmosphere. This is a decent atmosphere. It just happens to be on a rocky, barren world. You're like, whoa, we don't see clouds because you don't have water sources. But Mars has an atmosphere. It's not breathable, but it has an atmosphere. And that's exactly what we're looking at here. <clears throat> but let's get into, let's look at some of the other shots here that I had separated out for for the thing. Here's a shot <clears throat> of it coming in. Look at the terrain effects here are incredible. And it's even blown up here and you can see some of the you know the ground shading effects and whatnot up in detail and yeah there's a couple little things here that if you want to get nitpicky you could say like oh what's the deal with these lines or whatever it's rendering that's a that's a pause with a zoom in and and looking at like specifically like taking a snapshot this was being rendered in real time as it was flying by and it said it was early alpha footage i think it looks great <clears throat> here is Here's the guy with the rocket pack, you know, and right here you can see he's got a different, he's got like a satchel there. And here is the base. You can see it really, really well. Here's the the outpost or base or whatever that he's landing at. And it's with the freeze frame here, you can see there's the landing pad. Here's sort of a cleared out safety area for landing. Over here you have <clears throat> some some structure, some building and whatnot. Over here you've got sort of those blast sort of protectors for takeoff and landing. Over here you have some form of a bunker. And then over here you have a, a sort of a larger structure. This is the largest structure of this little, little area here, which again, I'm super, super excited. <clears throat> and this last shot, with the anaconda in the background, which again, it's hard to get the scale because you don't know how, how, I, how up that anaconda is. But this guy is very clearly holding a rail gun. This is a personal rail gun. I guess it could also be some sort of a plasma launcher or whatever, but it's not a standard gun gun. I think this is a rail gun. It looks like these are the rails to accelerate uh, and throw a, a slug really fast. And that is a Gudamaya. He is carrying, and, and the, the design here, this is very imperial. This is very, the, the circle within the, the structure, within the thing. This is a very Gudamaya design weapon, and that looks like a Gudamaya tag right there. And I'm just gonna throw this in for those who have served. This guy's got really shitty trigger discipline. You don't put your, you don't put your finger there, not unless you're ready to actually fire. This is, this is bad, 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 bad. No, don't do that. Don't, kids, don't ever put your finger, your finger, this finger is supposed to be extended straight and resting right here until he gets to the point where he's in combat and wants to fire. Never keep your finger there. That's just dumb. Is all of this because of the delay? You guys are not seeing any of this matched up and this was probably a bad idea maybe? Or are you guys seeing it okay? Yeah. Mm. Oh, well. Um, All right.
So those were some some awesome shots. And then after that, you know, came after the actual initial thing, a couple hours later, as we said, came the announcement on the forums. And on the forums here, we have, you know, explore distant worlds on foot, yada, yada, yada. This was from Tim, you know, um, one giant leap, see the galaxy like never before, stunning tech, soak in unforgettable vistas, discover, now here, discover outposts and settlements. Okay, so an outpost would be the smaller of the two. So maybe what we were seeing there, that little landing pad where the, 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 uh, the, uh, <clears throat> Anaconda landed, that's an outpost. A settlement would be something larger, something, you know, sort of a settlement would be like halfway between an outpost and a city. You know, so we're talking about there's multiple sort of sizes of different things. <clears throat> and explore with unrestricted freedom. Uh, okay, awesome. Um, diverse settings, objectives, and NPCs to offer endless mission variety. That's part of their generation thing. That's nothing new. I mean, they're just extending it to new stuff, which is awesome. But when I say there's nothing new, I'm not bagging on it. It's been awesome. This is I, I'm glad that they're continuing to do that because it just gives you sort of so much more uh, by way of like options and whatnot. <clears throat> Let's see. Social hubs spread through the galaxy. Command social hubs spread throughout the galaxy give commanders the ideal place to plan their next move i don't social hubs uh, i mean that's, that's it, what i'm excited is for it, right there is that stations is that ground settlements is that like what form alliances okay what's an alliance now now it could just be in the in the broader context of like form an alliance as in like hey man you want, you want to wing up okay cool okay we've allied but it could also be you know alliances as in like you know, your group, you know, like factions working together. And for all we know, this could be some form of a, a, you know, it's too early to speculate on all this. I feel silly now picking it apart, but I feel like, okay, we're landing on planets. There's going to be some new SRVs. They're going to, this is a rifle with the scope. This is the Fetty rifle. This is, when you look at the front of this rifle here, this is very Federation looking. This is some sort of, this right here is, looks like it's some sort of a, like a charge pod or something. So this would be like the ammo. You just drop in that, that cylinder and then it charges up or whatever. <laughs> Good stuff. I, I, I wonder if we should read anything into their comment about social hubs throughout the galaxy. I mean, I know it's not. This isn't necessarily marketing directed at hmm. the diehards, but they didn't say throughout the bubble. They said throughout the galaxy. And at the yeah. moment, there's a, a kind of an absence of stations throughout the galaxy. Does that there's imply some. that they're going to be? Well, it's there's some. There's some. There's not many that are more than a thousand light years away from Seoul. There's a handful around Colonia, and then the one at Sag A. But it, that um, and, also and south of that. that also could be sort of just sort of a a a, a, a artifact of speech. You know, when I said we were going to do this with the dark wheel, I said we're going to take the dark wheel across the galaxy. I meant across the bubble. I mean, that it could be. I, I'm wondering if you could, if you pair that up with them talking about you know new things to discover and explore. Um, 
maybe this is sort of a reseeding of some new things into the forge uh and you'll find you know prospectors and uh yes. explore other npc explorers that could on, be cool. in far reaches of the galaxy <clears throat> that, far more than there I is think, now i think that's a possibility and and i also think they're going to be spread throughout the bubble so we can do different things on different planets all throughout the bubble but let me set a scene for you guys real quick with the social hub if i mm -hmm. can for just a couple minutes just for example you get a message on your personal device in our case discord from a squad mate right says hey let's go do something and so you get in your crate and you meet at a social hub and now these social hubs they say right in them you're going to be able to buy your personal weapons your armor plus they're going to have engineers to upgrade them which and what happens in all our engineers right now they become pvp hotspots or ganker hotspots so you're going to get in your crates your mambas your fdls whatever you're going to all fly to this one particular social hub after surviving two <coughs> different gankers you finally get to land you meet up with your buddies in some dark dank bar or whatever it might be and you go meet with a shady looking npc in the back corner who then says hey i got a job for you guys i heard you guys would be good for it and he slides you this thing that asks you to go assassinate a venerable general now we can <coughs> assassinate missions already in our ships in this case we go in our ship we get back in our ships and we go fly to designated planet designated spot on that planet and it turns into a first person game where we get out of our ships and we have to infiltrate a base we have to sneak in and either capture this guy or kill this guy and just the style of gameplay that can come from these social hubs and then getting missions like that is going to open this game up like we could never have imagined it to be open. Could be cool. Uh, it, uh, there's a lot here that we're we're all speculating on, and it's so easy, you know, all of that that you just said. That's all. All of that would be awesome, and all of that could happen, and none of that could happen, and anywhere along the spectrum in between those two could happen. The idea that where I just said form alliances, <clears throat> that literally could be like, oh, there's some new structure for squadrons to ally together or whatever, or that could literally just be them saying, make new friends and go play together. That That is also forming an alliance, technically. So, yeah, there's... There's lots of sort of possibilities there that it could be. And all of that is super fun. Like if on any of it, you get yourself wound up where you're like, you're pinning all your hopes on something, you're being dumb. Or if you're like, oh, it didn't say this, therefore I'm pitching a fit. You're being dumb. Relax. There's a lot more information that's gonna come between now and when it comes out and we'll all take a look but if you're not pinning your hopes and you're not being pissed off but you're just doing what what tweak just did there where you're letting your imagination run wild and going "Ooh, what if that would be cool that's awesome that is what we should all be doing right now where we're just man let's have some fun with it Let's 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 spin our sort of daydreams of like, ooh, that would be cool. That would be cool. This would be neat. You know, I'm seeing in the in the chat. You know, oh man, I hope we get weather with the atmospheric landings and this that, and the other. Like, let's look at the fact that all they gave us in the teaser trailer was a rocky barren world, but 
back in 2017 when they announced fleet carriers the first time the very first thing they had was like that ice planet and it was supposed to be you know fleet carriers and ice worlds were going to come together well they got separated at some point but we know that they had been doing work on ice worlds so there's absolutely no reason to think that you know that's not a thing that they've been working on in which case for all we know the next trailer has an ice world or the next trailer maybe has a say a gas giant that you'll fuel scoop <clears throat> i don't have my hopes up right now at launch for earth-like worlds uh because honestly i'm just thinking if they had it put it in that first trailer and everybody would have just been setting fire to their hair everybody would have been like holy shit but like maybe whatever but i wouldn't be shocked at all <clears throat> to see atmospheric landings on rocky barren worlds ice planets and gas giants right from the start with odyssey and then six to nine months later water worlds <clears throat> and then six to nine months later a earth-like world with just plants and then six months later you know some sort of computer generated fauna some some animals whatever and then months down after after that megafauna some massive sort of uh you know how do i put it some 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 big ass dinosaurs or, or 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 a big flying weird space dinosaur space whale whatever that flies around inside of gas giants you know sort of swims through the gas if you will or some loch ness monster the size of you know two belugas stuck together that is just in the you know miles deep in some kind of water world just waiting for you to come scooting by in your ssrv your sub submarine and then it and then it comes and jacks you up like there, there's all kinds of things that could be coming with that man it would be super super awesome galaga's champ is referring to the uh <clears throat> you know um that 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 thing from back in the day where Braben was talking about, you know, hunting dinosaurs from your cobra, like or from your sidewinder, like you're shooting at dinosaurs, <clears throat> and it's like, yeah, man, that could be, that could be very 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 cool stuff. That could be very very cool. Um, all right, so yeah, there's lots of cool stuff that could be coming, and. Uh, to me, like, it's exciting. Right now is the perfect time to let your mind wander and to get excited. But it is the worst time to pin your hopes on shit. And it is the worst time to get outraged or mad. You don't have enough information. Don't fall into the too happy or too mad sort of side. Just let your mind play with it and have have some fun man right 
Well, I mean, you can almost bank on the things that we're getting that they already put in there. You know, the social hubs, the the, the stealth combat, the all-out combat. Uh huh. You're right. One thing we haven't mentioned yet is the convergence of on-the-ground combat with SRVs and ships overhead. They say we're going to be doing too. So, I mean, that yep. kind of stuff. They're going to be working into missions and things like that. I think we that kind of stuff. How well it's executed? That's the question. Yeah. And 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 there's a lot unsaid there of like there's some big big question marks that are not even remotely addressed that could lead to massive pro or con feelings down the road that that it's like we we just don't know until we know. For example, I'll just throw out one thing. <clears throat> this is the first time I think Sony and Xbox are both actually sort of meaning it when they say, we're not going to block in any way, uh, <clears throat> you know, crossplay. You could do it. And since they're doing a, a massive sort of refresh of the engine, there's nothing to say that this, they couldn't say, oh, by the way, uh, as of when Odyssey launches, it's going to be full cross platform, which that right there in and of itself if they were just like oh by the way full cross platform that is so huge that it's like that right there in and of itself is bigger than base building it's bigger than it would be you know it's honestly it's bigger than vr i know and and i know people we're gonna get to that people have feelings on that but if you were to tell people hey which would you prefer VR in Elite or full cross-platform in Elite? I think the vast majority of the people would tell you cross-platform for sure. Yes, the people that love VR love VR, but cross-platform affects everyone and it would make the game so much more huge. Another thing is, you know, like, what if in the background of this is, is coming uh, sort of some upping of the way they do their instancing or whatever so that you can have more people together or whatever like that is super super huge in and of itself there's so many <clears throat> you know there's so many things I think we're, we, we haven't seen it yet but like there's no way we're going down on planets and doing stuff on planets without you know we've got to get new SRVs right and like that's amazing. I, I hope we get some new SLFs. Uh, that would be... Want, I don't even want to be in an SRV. I want to be on my feet. <laughs> uh, yes and no. I, I want to be on a new SRV to the extent of... If you're talking about, you know... Um, you want to be on a, on a new SRV if you're talking about stuff like... Uh, how do I put it? Like... Oh, this one's a tank... Or, oh, this one is a hover bike that lets you whatever. Oh, this one is a, a mining vehicle that lets you mine or something on a planet. Like, there's there's cool stuff there. You're definitely going to want to do all of it. And how about that jetpack, man? That jetpack is was just crazy good. I, I, I call it the Mass Effect Andromeda Jump Pack, which anybody that played that game, that thing was so handy to help get to higher places and different things. You couldn't actually fly with it, which I don't think we're going to be able to on this either. But it, it is a fun tool. To... 
<laughs> some of some of the things uh, that they mentioned in in uh, some of the posts, like about how there's going to be developer diaries and uh, I, some of the I guess breadcrumbs I'm putting together is this starts to feel like back in the the Kickstarter days where every four to six weeks there was a new uh, update on a new <clears> ship <throat> or a new mechanism or some some uh, aspect of the game like. There's so much for them to talk between now and when this launches. Um, th this is a really, I think, a, a rich opportunity for a, a really uh, dense amount of, uh, you know, community engagement with real content. Um, you know, so we've only had this one drop, so we've got one data point. I'll be curious to see if if the coming ones are like, here's the new armor color in the livery. <laughs> oh, I guarantee uh, for your you, new body armor. I or, guarantee. Or this, you. Here's here's the here's the speeder bike. You know, like. No. What's the trend going to be after you see two or three of these as far as how rich the content is? Yeah. No, I guarantee you there's going to be so many livery options, so many... Well, no, yeah. I'm not putting on the livery. I'm just saying if that's all they're talking about, that's that's a bit of a disappointment versus, you know, real meat and potatoes mechanics of the game and and the content about here's, you know, here's a teaser on the new SRV and the new and some new ships. We haven't heard anything about that. That could be coming. Who knows? You know, drop ships or some way to get mass groups of people around. I don't know. But that's that's the kind of content that you could be having some real wow moments every four to six weeks versus, you know, here's yeah. now it's a new kind of metallic <clears throat> orange you can use on your armor. Sort of Oh yeah. I mean looking Although I'd like metallic orange. I'm yeah partial yeah. to that, but all right. So, and and the other thing that was huge of the initial statement, the initial announcement, this was maybe one of the biggest things for me personally, was when he wrapped it up. He was like, "Hey, we're gonna have more trailers. We're gonna have you know streams. We're gonna have information releases." And then he said, "And we're gonna have more dev diaries for you guys. Dev diaries coming back is so huge because it's like." Yeah. Holy shit, man! That's that is yes, yes, please. We need that. That's that is amazing, amazing, amazing stuff. That honestly, I hope, I hope we can get to a point where Dev Diaries shouldn't go away anymore. It should be we always have Dev Diaries from now on. Now, yes, tied to a major release, tied to a major launch. Okay, fine. More Dev Diaries. That's awesome. Give us one a week. Give us whatever. Give us ones on different things to highlight what you're doing. But also, <clears throat> just from now on, give us one a month of a Dev Diary. Even if it's just like, hey, man, we're going to show you this about the sound or this about lighting effects or this about, you know, something. That I, I feel like <laughs> Frontier, and I've said it before. If you look at the decisions they're making on staffing, if you look at the decisions they're making on being open and, and like reaching out and whatever, it's it, we're coming out of the dark days. The dark days were they, they got burned on a couple of things and they were keeping quiet and it was just real like sort of low key. <clears throat> we're, we're done with that now. We need to be in a more open and engaged sort of... Um, sort of relationship with Frontier and 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 I really hope that that doesn't back down. I hope that from now on this is a sign that we're, you know all of our communications are just going to be a little not we know everything, not 100% you know full disclosure at all times, but we need to keep more of an open dialogue than we had say last year, you know. 
that's how well, I well, like you said, pre- like uh, I think Fee mentioned, it's a five-year-old game, and this certainly gives a certain a strong vote that uh, it's it's nowhere near dead. I mean, they're putting lots of resources into it, and they've got lots oh yeah of, uh, new things. <clears throat> oh yeah, and they're beginning us a proof. If even if this doesn't, even if oh, Odyssey doesn't encompass the full spectrum of atmospheric landings on launch, even if it's just like oh well, we started on it, I feel like it's a no-brainer that that's where they should keep focusing their energy and keep bringing that and if that is the case then this is this is the biggest thing ever for elite as far as i mean other than launch this is this is huge this is i mean this is this is the whole ball game if you bring us mm-hmm. the full spectrum of if every planet in the galaxy becomes now a destination and I'm talking water worlds, ice worlds, Mars-like worlds, Earth-like worlds, all of the, you know, gas giants, all of the spectrum. Holy shit. That is just beyond huge. Beyond huge. So, we, in, in sort of the, in the afterglow of that, of that whole thing, <clears throat> then we had sort of the next day's announcements. And the next day's announcements were there were some people that were picking through the um, <clears throat> sort of the 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 what is it the wish list thing for for Steam the Steam announcement and they were like hey it doesn't have the VR tag and then they asked like hey what's up with that where's what's the deal with the VR on this and the next day there was sort of an announcement and the announcement went like this at this time there are no plans to have vr for odyssey content at launch at this time base building is not on the roadmap and which is sort of interesting because the leak, the much vaunted leak that sort of turned out to be accurate in in just about all other cases was dead wrong on this. I submit to you that it's not that the leak was inaccurate. I submit to you that a year ago when that leak came out, probably base building was on the sort of on the on the drawing board and that for whatever reason they scrapped it and said you know maybe we'll get to that later or maybe we just don't want to do that but we don't want to do it right now so we're taking it off the roadmap and we're focusing on this other stuff and I feel like uh, I'm gonna be honest man when 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 a week or two ago when someone was asking me well what do you want like you know, what if they can't do elite feet and base building? Which one do you want? Do you want elite feet or do you want base building? My answer was, I want atmospheric landings, please. So I'm kind of like, base what? Like, I don't care. The fact that we've got the start of atmospheric landings makes me so happy. And I see here Spatula in, in chat. Can I just say that the Odyssey trailer... And, and the reveal made me happier about this game than ever, question mark. Like, yes, I feel that because, and to me, don't get me wrong, the, the space leg side of it, cool, cool, whatever. 
But the thing that got me was that atmosphere. I'm like, that the the implication for a guy who doesn't really give too much of a shit about just I don't care about like FPS mechanics. I don't like FPS games. I don't like shooter games. I love my cockpit. I love my ships. I want to fly spaceships. And the fact that we're adding to the places I can go in my spaceship is is the hugest plus to me. So the 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 losing out on base building, man, there's people that are getting way mad over that and I I don't get it cuz to me that just means like they're focusing on atmospheric landings, which is if I could if I could say Here's a hundred dollars. Focus on one thing. It would be atmospheric landing. So that uh, that makes me thrilled, thrilled, thrilled. The other side of it, that's saying, you know, hey man, we're not having VR. I totally get that. That bums a lot of people out. I do. <clears throat> I don't play in VR. So for me, in in a selfish way, that's not that big of a concern. Obviously, because I don't have it now, so I'm not going to be losing out on anything. But. <sighs> I will say this, from people that that play in VR, from people that know VR, that really follow VR, it's really, first person shooter type games or whatever in VR is kind of shitty. No Man's Sky does it meh, and they get like rave reviews over it. But even like Obsidian Ant's uh, uh, video on it, he's like, No Man's Sky does it okay it's like lukewarm but because all everything else is way way worse they get rave reviews he's like but it's not even sort of great it's just whatever so like i'm not also too part of vr thing to me seems to me like maybe the problem isn't even frontier maybe it's not like so part of it is you would have to design the game twice you'd have to design it to like keyboard and mouse and then you would have to design it to like work with those little vr hand jobby thingies they got the little control special controller jobbies and it's like uh that's a lot of work whatever and then from other people that have done sort of fps in vr I've heard that it's like the motion is jerky and it's weird and it makes people sick and yeah like so it could possibly be that Frontier gave it a go, looked at it, and then just said, man, we need another year or two to go by for VR gear, for the makers of VR gear, whether it's the Oculus, whatever the hell, or the Vive, blah, blah, blah. We need that shit to get better so that, you know, a year, two years, three years from now, when that shit is right and is there, now we can do it and then people will love it. But right now, like it might be a hardware issue where like they need that technology to advance before they can do it right. What do you guys think on that? Um, I can see a couple of... <clears throat> I, I think they're between a, a rock and a hard place on the VR thing. Like, I, I can see some obvious disconnects between what the VR community... And let me say that for, up front. I'm not a VR player. I have a lot of friends who are VR players, but mm-hmm. um, I, I get the impression that, on one hand, um, whether it's the VR um, uh, equipment manufacturers or Frontier themselves, on where Elite is being put out there as a poster child for, and and so there's there's a bit of a, they're being a bit disingenuous, I think, if they just drop that 
because they've benefited. Uh, that's one thing. The second is maybe there's a mismatch between the degree to which uh, Frontier feels like they'd have to put out a fully polished product versus what the VR user community is already willing to put up with, knowing that it's a fairly new technology relative to you know everything in the computer gaming uh, world. Um, and and that is that's complicated by the fact that if the VR community isn't um, the largest part of the new market, how do you avoid pissing off a lot of new players with a meh VR experience when you might in fact be uh, putting out something that's just fine for people who are used to sort of a, something with some rough edges. Like there's a, So I see a lot of dis disconnects there. I don't know what the answer is, um, but it's so the, the, one, the one I think that is a bit tricky is this one there's people that bought the game because of VR and got into it because of VR and now they've become VR con and and I'm not sure who actually holds the most um, accountability or responsibility for that whether it's just the equipment manufacturers or or if Frontier is kind of they're they're getting a bit of that like they're get they're benefiting from that even if they're not in control of it hmm well elite is I don't play Elite in VR. I'm on Xbox now, so obviously I don't have that choice. I will say I have, for a long time, contemplated going to PC just for VR. Mm. And I honestly don't want to go through all the grinds all, all over again, so I have yet to do that. That being said, I have tried it, mm -hmm. and, and it is absolutely enthralling. The scale size to everything, the just just the advantages to flying in VR. I can totally see falling in love with it and wanting to do that. That being said, I think it's a combination of what, like what you were saying, Kai, where the technology just is not there yet. There, It's just a simple <clears throat> fact that, that there are not many great, not many good, if any, great first-person VR shooters that I'm aware of anyways. Mm. And most people would agree with that, I think. And I think... Part of it was maybe Frontier having to make a decision. Do we sink the money and the time and try to make a mediocre VR experience with this, or do we ditch that for now and put all of our time efforts into more atmospheric landings or more on the ground, you know, space leg stuff or whatever? And if that's what the decision they had to make, I'm personally okay with that because all in all, it's going to make it a better game. Hmm. And that's not to say VR won't be around six months down the line, a year down the line, two years down the line for it. But to me, the, the possibilities that I see Odyssey bringing to Elite Dangerous, when you think about what we can already do in Elite with our ships and with all the choices we have, what to do and the reality of it, I mean, the, it's a space sim that feels like a real life. And now you're going to add a whole <coughs> depth of stuff into it with Odyssey. I think, I honestly think Frontier made the right choice in what they're doing. I think it's the first step into a much larger galaxy. Mm-hmm. V? Yeah, I think, you know, my, my takeaway listening to you guys talk about this is really goes back to the foundational elements of this entire thing, right? The foundational elements of this entire thing is we have a video that is what, a minute and a half, two minutes? And and then we have a forum post and, and some other dialogues that have happened beyond all of this. And and what has happened with all of this is, is our imaginations have run wild. And and 
uh, Frontier has had to respond to that. And, and, you know, as all of us have looked for the gaps, looked for the things that do not appear um, in, in the video or in the forum post or in the Steam uh, wish list segment, uh, that, that's what we've now gone through. So, so really, you know, I, I'm going to go back to what I said before, right? Th this, is, this is only the launch teaser. Um, th there is potential here. Uh, to your point, Kai, you know, the, the statements that have come from Frontier is at launch, X will not happen or Y will not happen. The, the key piece for me and, and what I've what I've picked out of, of, of those statements is at launch, right? At launch, these things will not happen. And, and the fact that, again, foundationally, we, we will start with something, but, but the opportunity to build from there is, is going to be there. So so we just have to be patient again and, 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 and see what will come from this. And the fact that today we don't have the ability to put our space legs on, on the ground of a Mars-like world or an Earth-like world or, or any particular world right now, but that's what we're going to get um, in early 2021. Um, I, I think we need to be patient. I think we need to work with Frontier on this. I think we need to um, be excited as we all are um, and, and just run with it. I, you know, I, I, I think there is a tremendous amount of potential and, and, and the, that potential is already coming out in the, in the imagination that we all have. I, you know, just listening to you guys, um, you all have your own um, imagination that, that is speaking out here. And, and, and I, I think there are, there are hundreds or thousands of us that, that are doing that right now. Um, I, I think we've got to really work with Frontier and, and appreciate the fact you know, that was the other thing, just listening to you guys. Appreciate the fact that Frontier is such a great company that listens to their fans. You know, there there are other companies out there that don't do that. And, and I know we all can speak to them, but then, you know, lawyers might get involved. Um, and, and, you know, we, we've been burned. And, and, I, and I think we need to be appreciative of that. Uh, the fact that we've got folks um, from Frontier that, that, that are involved with us and, and we talk to almost every day. Uh, we've got to appreciate that too. So, so I think, you know, going going back to, to Odyssey, I, I'm I'm excited to see what's going to happen. I, you know, again, the imaginations of all of us are going to run wild. I, I'm I'm just excited, plain and simple, to watch it happen. Right on. Okay. Well, <clears throat> so the the last little bit of information that was on that was sort of they said oh by the way lifetime this is a paid expansion lifetime pass holders will leps will continue to get it it's it's awesome um <clears throat> yeah the the I made that point earlier. Maybe I didn't make it well enough, but I absolutely see Galaga Champ saying in 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 the the uh, the chat, you know, sitting on your button VR works great because you're already doing that. There's there's two points to that, Galaga. The first is absolutely 100%. When you're sitting stable and the only thing that's moving is your head on a swivel in VR. That's much easier to do because the rest of your body is staying motionless. When you're running to the left and looking to the right, that is much more likely to sort of add weird sort of issues and whatever. And then as you're moving, if you look, you have a gate, like you're, you're, when you're running, literally, like just mime running right now in your seat, your head sort of shakes left and right and whatever. That can be disorienting and, and kind of weird with VR stuff. On top of that, <clears throat> The other part that you don't mention there, Galaga Champ, is that not only is it that you're just sitting in a seat and your head is on a swivel, but you're also 
using a hotas or using mouse and keyboard or using whatever control scheme you use but it's you're not controlling the ship with your little widget jobbies and that also adds to the problem of like they the way they did now for all of the existing content they put in a vr sort of a vr view mechanic but not a VR control mechanic. And if they were to do an FPS style whatever, people would want VR control mechanics, which would be now Frontier has to like come up with multiple duplicate control schemes and then let you, you know, do it this way, do it that way. It's 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 a lot more work to get it right. I will say yeah. go ahead. I was just going to say, Kai, I, I think we've got that already, man. I, you know, I, I, I think if, if you think about the flight mechanic versus the SRV mechanic is, is something that we already have to deal with. And and I, I think it was you a couple weeks ago that, that mentioned that, that you've got one controller set up for driving the SRV and another controller set up for um, flying the ship. And, and, and really what's going to happen, um, VR or not, is, is that we all may find ourselves doing that. And FPS mechanic it's introduced to the game i i personally will, will definitely be switching to, to keyboard and mouse played an fps so, so i'm definitely going to switch to that now now adding vr to that element i i really can speak to that because i also do not have that but i think that that this is this to work into the game um, as we see, you were. Uh, I don't know if it's just me or what, but you were cutting out hardcore. Are you guys hearing him cut out as well? Hello? Hmm. Hello, hello. Can you guys hear me? Hmm. One second. Hello, hello. I can hear you a little bit, Kai, but it's kind of robotic. Okay, yeah, something just happened there, but it seems to have fixed. You're back now. I, I would agree. I can hear you guys now. That that was weird, whatever that was. Sorry. There was some kind of a weird thing. Maybe I got too much stuff open going, but... All right. <clears throat> so let's let's look at real quick. There's... And, and I guess we're four non-VR players. So maybe we're not the target audience, but I definitely see that there's been a lot of salt in the community of like, well, if it doesn't have this, I'm not getting it, or like, meh, I'm not interested, or whatever. And... <laughs> for me again it feels weird as a non-vr player but it's like i'm i'm not that invested in it obviously because i don't i you know i don't play that but um i kind of i will say this <clears throat> vr player not vr player person who is totally psyched for base building person who doesn't give a shit about base building wherever you land on the spectrum the fact of the matter is is 
we do not have enough information yet for anyone to be getting super super mad about anything like I definitely I get it if you're like hey man I play this game in VR I love the VR aspect you know okay first off <clears throat> no one knows to what extent <clears throat> like we don't know enough yet for all we know you're still gonna have VR on anything to do with your ship that makes sense because you have it already which means you could, would have VR for atmospheric landings you know you have VR now in your SRV so there's no reason to think you wouldn't have VR in your SRV the only thing that it makes sense to think you would not have VR for is the on foot part which you could potentially and, and we don't know yet we will find out over the next coming days and weeks and months uh, as we get more information it could turn out that of all of the content in Odyssey the VR works for 90% of it you know the VR works for, for landing in an atmospheric world with you know in your ship the VR works in your SRV the VR works in the the weird player hubs or whatever the VR works in here the VR works in there the VR works for basically everything it, it, I'm not saying that this is what it is but I'm saying that this is what it could be <clears throat> It could be that the VR works for 90% of all of that stuff. It just doesn't work on your feet. In which case, I submit that if a VR player who is a perfectly happy Elite Dangerous player today gets atmospheric landings in VR, gets, you know, SRV driving in VR and atmospheres and, 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 and that could mean a year from now it could mean on launch we don't know you know that means you're driving around on an earth like world or that means you're scooping at a gas giant or all of these other things there, there it, it might be that VR players will be significantly more happy with Odyssey than what they think they're going to be right now I don't get, I don't see, and I'm not a computer programmer, so maybe I'm just dead wrong in how I'm looking at it, but I don't see why a VR pilot playing Elite Dangerous Horizons would not still have full VR functionality on Elite Dangerous Odyssey content when they're in their pilot seat, when they're in their cockpit, in which case it may well be that you guys are getting super butt hurt early and that 90% of the stuff you want you're still going to have so just relax but the point is whether I, it could be that it could be not that but the fact of the matter is you're you you know we don't know enough yet so maybe maybe it'll be bad maybe it'll be great I don't know I, I agree that there's not enough information, and we'll see how things, you know, we'll see how things roll out in for future teasers and dev diaries and so forth, and and uh, people can then be more appropriately uh, calmed down or more appropriately upset as as things come into focus. One thing I'd point out though is if you compare VR to uh, base building, which was the you know the main things in that message, base building is a gameplay choice. Uh, VR is a is a technology, and unless you think VR is a fad, it's 
you know, going to be growing across gaming platforms and gaming experiences. And to the degree that Elite is a bit of a poster child for it, uh, I'd be surprised if it didn't, you know, somehow work itself out. I mean, they did change. There is different language, right? Mm -hmm. the, the base building, they said it's not on the roadmap. VR, not compatible at launch. We're big fans of it. Like, okay, those are those are, I think, qualitatively different, different, you know, uh, teaser approaches, if you will, little releases of information about those two different topics. Well, uh, so while I agree with that, and they even said that they are such big fans of it, but they couldn't could not envision it working <coughs> properly with what they've got going on. Yeah, that's about uh, while, managing while, expectations, while, right? So while I agree, while I agree with everything that you just said, I will point this out. The, that wording is the exact same wording that they used on launch with PlayStation saying we absolutely love VR we would love to have VR on the PlayStation but at launch we do not have the capability whatever and it's been a while that VR that 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 PlayStation has been on Elite Dangerous or Elite Dangerous has been on PlayStation rather and they still don't have it but again I don't see that you're, you're absolutely right when you say they're, they're saying flat out they're fans of it. I don't see this being a situation of them saying we're not interested in it. I see the, this being a situation of them saying we can't make it work good and so we're not going to do it right now. It could be that they need more something or it could be that the technology needs to mature a little bit more to the point where <clears throat> you know they have it matured enough that when you're sitting in a vehicle and it's just your head as a single point on a swivel that works but i guess when you're jostling around and you're moving this way and that and you're doing sort of free motion in a first person shooter style situation it's just not there or at mm -hmm. least it's not there in a way that's compatible with what they're doing but again you know i, I man listening to loose screws the other day and i I love tracks, but listening to Loose Screws the other day and hearing tracks be so discouraged made me discouraged, and I just wanted to reach out. I, <laughs> I wish I was on the air at that moment because I really wanted to say to him, dude, 90% of what you enjoy in this game, I mean, 100% of what you enjoy in this game right now is you in the pilot's chair or you in the driver's seat. I don't see any significant change and the technology of saying, well, we can't do a VR in an atmosphere. Like, VR in an atmosphere doesn't change anything. What changes in the VR is the aspect of interaction. So, for all of you VR players out there that are super, super bummed, just ask yourself for a moment, does it make more sense to say that they're just going to have zero VR in any Odyssey content? Or that they kind of worded that, they could have worded that a little bit better, and that what they meant to say is, you will have no VR content at launch for your walking around bits, for your space leg bits. To me, it seems incredibly stupid to think that they wouldn't have VR for all of your ship flying stuff, including ship flying stuff that's new content. And it seems incredibly stupid to think that they wouldn't have S or, or, or VR for all of your vehicle stuff, whether that's an SRV or they come out with some new drone hover bike jobby or new SLF or new whatever. If you're in a vehicle sitting down, I think the, 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 the VR 
sort of translates one-to-one directly across. Whether you're on a ice planet or a rocky world or a fucking Earth-like world, I don't see any difference there. The difference and the problem and the roadblock is on foot. So the fact of the matter is, is it could be that the, the, the VR players are super happy when it dawns on them that it's like, oh, wait a second, you mean 90% of this game I'm still going to be in a seat of some form? It's only the, to the last 10% I'm on foot. I'm okay with that. I can give up that one little bit, you know? I guess we'll see. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, hopefully we'll have more clarity on right. that. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, Time will it's tell. A game about, it's a game about fun, and it's hard to tell people how they should feel about that. So no. I'm hoping there's more clarity. Because uh, I, 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 if I had just bought a VR rig, I would be disappointed. I'll just put that out there. I'd be disappointed because there seems like there's such an emotional thing. It's not like having a screen with higher refresh or more resolution or an awesome mm-hmm. OTAS. There's a qualitatively different experience people with VR are having, and it's like apparently very emotional and very compelling. And uh, and hopefully it's not going away. <clears throat> but will you at least grant me this premise? It's too early to be upset. Wait and yes. see. Once you get the details, but, it, then yeah, you can be upset. I, I wouldn't tell people how to feel, but I'd say I'd try to encourage them and say, look, we, this is one data point. So let's let's stay tuned and, yeah. and see what comes next. If we get if we get five of these data points in a row, then all right, stand back. <laughs> but let's right. see. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. So the last thing, and let, let's let's sort of wrap it up on this. The last thing that was announced is, uh, and this just happened, they did, I think it was earlier today, they started, Frontier has a new contest going on, and in that contest they're doing um, like a giveaway for a very cool computer, a top-of-the-line whiz-bang computer with all kinds of stuff, and it's in a special case, and the case is like, all lit up and it does all the shit and it's got odyssey on it and the logos and cool graphics and of course it's top of the line top of the line so everybody you can look for it on the steam thing you can look for it in frontier on the on the forums you can look for it uh you know they tweeted it you can look for it every which where but go and do all of the crap sign up for all the thing because it's just awesome Anyone through this? Is it, is it in-game actions that uh, give you points? Is that how you get? No, uh... no. It's it's one of those contests where it's like, if you if you follow them on Twitter, ah. Frontier, you get a point. If you follow whatever that company is, you get a point. If you follow Intel, you get a point. If you right. go to their YouTube, you get a point. If you go to their Facebook, you get a point. If you, it's, it's like ten different categories. You can get a point, and like each point is like an entry, and then they're just it's going to be like a you know. Uh, okay. Uh, hundreds of thousands of people are going to buy, you know, not buy, you get them for free, but you're going to get, you know, millions of raffle tickets, and then they're going to pull out a number and da da, somebody won a thing. Cool. <clears throat> yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah. So check that out because the computer looks awesome. The specs on it are crazy. And then, like, just the, it's a special custom case that has, you know, the Odyssey logo and it has colors and all kinds of stuff and it's 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 good stuff so check that out and i feel like we've covered just about everything guys what 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 do you have you you shout outs you want to make or anything you want to bring up or anything at all it's just this free talk go for it 
Uh, I'd like to make a couple shout-outs. I mean, uh, sure. Tweaked, uh, Needless Hate. Uh, I'm forgetting a few other people, but I'm learning a ton about BGS, uh, mm. both doing stuff for loose screws and, and uh, turning the wheel and having a blast. It's just a whole new dimension. I encourage everybody who's even thought about trying it to get in get in the Discord, and you'll learn a ton and lots of helpful people. So thank you for that. Awesome. Tweet. Well, I would also have to add that the, the uh, turning the wheel, it's going very well. Oh, yeah. A great community put together there. Everybody seems to be having a great time. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, uh, give my own squadron a little plug, if you don't mind. Go for Open it. Pilots Initiative on Xbox, <clears throat> if anybody is interested in getting into the BGS. Now, mind you, BGS isn't all we do. Uh, we do PvP, PvE with the BGS, of course bug hunting, help people mining, help all of our members get their engineers and and build their ships and all that kind of stuff. And if you're looking for a squadron and then that kind of stuff sounds fun, look us up. O- Open Pilots Initiative, OPIX is the uh, short for it. You just search that in the squadron tab, send an application in, and we'll, we'll get to you. Right on. All right. V, what you got? Uh, you know... Listen to these guys, and 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 uh, you know the only thing that comes to mind, Kai, is is today, and, and you haven't really mentioned it, but today is the one week anniversary of, of uh, the launch of, of turning the wheel, hmm. and 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 just seeing what has happened in the past week, you know, beyond, <laughs> yeah, I mean, b- beyond what Frontier has announced with with Odyssey, and and of course the anticipation that that is building like Christmas, uh, with with fleet carriers launching on Tuesday. You know, seeing seeing what what has happened with the community coming together for for uh, turning the wheel has been amazing. So, you know, I I think uh, you know shout outs to everybody that is that has come uh, to to participate and and the and and the level of participation that has come into uh, the the Elite Week Discord to to uh, contribute to the BGS and and really say what can I do to help has has been amazing. So thanks to all those people and and you know really just. Uh, you know, it's, it's been great to, to, to see everybody stepping up. And, and, you know, as I mentioned, I think in the past stream, you know, it's, it's good to see a, a community goal come out of the community and, and bring the community together. So, you know, this just really speaks to, to what an awesome game we all get to play. Jesus, you're, you're right. That's crazy. It feels like that was a month ago. That was a week right. ago today. <laughs> well, so Tweaked and I have been doing a lot of stuff. Tweaked is one of the, the, the main guys. We've got Tweak. We've got Crypto. We've got... Uh, a couple others that we're trying to not like I, I don't, I don't want to blow up their stuff like if they want to come out and say but we have a handful of guys but Tweaked is one of them and man we've been doing a, a lot of stuff on this project <laughs> so yeah man getting everybody pointed the right direction and everything it's been a lot of fun <coughs> getting to know people and, <coughs> and, and it's going well and, and literally over 400 people have joined the Discord for this project. It's been, you know, in the last week, it has been crazy. Yeah, the community so, has definitely <clears throat> embraced it, no doubt about that. And we're, man, we're having fun. I'm seeing people, I'm going to different places and seeing, you know, I, I shout out a lot for the Dark Wheel and I'm seeing other people and I'm seeing stuff posted at, on the live stream that they did this week. Alec Turner. <clears throat> <laughs> many people. Alec was definitely yeah. one of the people, but many people were in that live stream. I saw people that were like, turning the wheel, the dark wheel. What about this? What about that? And it was like, and they, you know, they had their hands full. I don't think they sort of noticed much of anything because they were busy sort of deflecting 
you know everything all kinds of stuff <laughs> and dealing with issues on on odyssey but uh you know i, I feel like uh this is cut on in a very real way and i'm super super psyched so for all of you guys who might be sort of oh i joined the discord because of you know the project and now oh you you know you oh you do youtube you have a podcast you have whatever welcome to the family i hope you dig it i hope you like the stuff um yeah we're 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 just we're we're just super super happy that everybody's having so much fun with it and and hopefully onwards and upwards and new stuff man if we if if a month from now <clears throat> we're we're doing the stream where it's like hey man this is the week where we found out a thing and something big happened and you know <gasps> changes the game that would be amazing that would be cool and if not we're going to keep trying and we're going to keep having fun and you know we're going to keep our eyes open and our ears open and looking for more stuff on Odysseys. I'm super, super stoked for Dev Diaries coming back. And, and uh, man, it's just been Back great. The matter, <clears throat> it's there's no better time to be an Elite Dangerous fan. I mean, I have been, since I discovered this game, such a huge fan of this game. And mm. after Wednesday, I am even more so looking forward to the future of this game. Right on, man. Right on. All right, guys. It's been uh, it's been a good time getting together with all y'all and going over this last week of Elite, and we'll look to uh, see you again next week. Talk to you later. Oh, sorry, one last bit of housekeeping. I almost forgot. Tomorrow I'm hosting another roundtable, the Super Friendos. We're gonna get together again and talk about fleet carriers, talk about Odyssey, talk about everything.
sun.